you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. You know, what's the you know, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over except expecting different results. Well, you have to actually make changes. You have to have change your portfolio. If you're young, you look young and you're a kid at heart for a lot of these people, I said, but you have to invest truly where your age is at and where your situation is at in, in retirement and you can't be taking on that much risk. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome back in the Retirement Reality Podcast. I am Ben George alongside Mike Koyanen, founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services with offices there in Woodbury, Minnesota, Hudson, Wisconsin, serving all the Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Western Wisconsin area. Mike, welcome in. Good to talk to you again. How are you? I'm doing awesome, and uh, things are great. It's been a great summer. It's uh, looking forward to fall as well. You got any projects you're working on around the house? I know you you always try to stay pretty busy. Yeah, we we just did a lot of little you know landscape projects this this year, and and um, screened in a, a small little porch and just landscaping things. Um, you know, we, we had a daughter who graduated this year and had a graduation party. So when you have people over, you kind of get the, the yard ready and make sure everything, cause it was outdoors. And, and so we had to make sure everything kind of looked nice. So yeah, just trying to get the yard look, look a little better <laughs> than it did as well. So got some natural, uh, fertilizer stuff that doesn't, it's not bad for the environment, not bad for the dogs either. Good. And, uh, the yard's looking a lot better too. Very nice. I think a lot of people were working on landscaping this year uh, with all the extra time at home. So a lot of nice yeah. yards around the country, probably. Yeah, and we had a little mole problem. You know, if you live oh, out yeah. in the country, you, you get these, you know, these pocket gophers or these moles, and they they can really destroy your yard fast. So it's been a project. Did you get rid of them yet? Yeah, they're gone. But we had the residual effects of some mounds and uh, that the gophers dug up, and you know the moles. You, you walk on their little uh, tunnels. You got to collapse them because they elevate yeah. the ground. <laughs> so when you're mowing the lawn, it's uh, you can't go too fast. You're rocking back and forth. So, <laughs> so I had to go get a. Uh, I ordered a lawn roller so you could kind of roll those things out. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Well, moles can ruin your yard, much like uh, people can ruin their retirement if they aren't careful. That's what we're yeah. going to be talking about today. That's true. Yeah, it's some easy ways to ruin your retirement. We got five of them on our list. We're going to run through today, and these are common mistakes that that people make. Because a lot of times, Mike, we focus on the positive side of, of financial planning and how to improve yourself and better your position. But we want to talk about ways today, just kind of be honest and frank with people, things you can do that can really mess up your trajectory and, and throw you off track for where you want to go and what you want to accomplish in retirement. So that's our goal today. I want to first remind you to visit principalpreservationservices.com after the show. You can check out old podcasts. We've gone through a ton of different topics. You can listen to any of them there, but you can also access Mike's webinar, find out his schedule for upcoming seminars he's doing out in the community. And uh, you can also get in touch with him directly right there on the website as well. So let's jump into today's show, Mike, and uh, let's run through this list. I got five items I want to throw your way and have you explain us, explain to us why these things can ruin your retirement. So yeah, let's kick it off with this one. Um, you know, a lot of times when people are thinking about retirement, it's their end game, right? I mean, they think of it as, hey, this is my finish line. This is my goal. But if you don't think about preparing yourself and planning beyond retirement as another chapter of your life, that can put you in a, a difficult position. Yeah, it's the same thing that we talk about success in life. I mean, success is not a is not a destination. It's always a constant journey. So I think that the biggest um, 
issue or the detriment to success is success because people put the kind of like an end time on it or a uh, a goal to it. You know, I'm, I'm when I do this, I, I'm successful, and then they just then they also then they, they enter the failure game because it's always constantly you have to constantly be building on that. Same goes with retirement. I think you should treat. Um, approaching retirement like a lot of people in college. You know, you look back in your college days and you're writing down, you're th- always constantly thinking about what you're going to do in the next, you know, in the near future, in the far future. You're going to, you know, get married. You're going to, you know, buy a house and all the things you want to do. And, you know, when you get out of college and you actually have money, um, I think a lot of retirees, they have to kind of go back to when they were younger and actually uh, start dreaming about not just being retired, but what's the plan in retirement and, and all the things you're going to do. And I think that's, you know, they, you know there's a lot of retirees, unfortunately, I hate to you know, be negative about this, but they, they pass away, you know, in the first, you know, year in retirement. Mm. And unfortunately, when you don't have goals and you don't have dreams and you don't have something to, you know, plan for, uh, it could be a big uh, disappointment to you. And so I know the more, kind of getting away from finances, in a sense, this is retirement. It's a, it's a big deal. You worked 30, 40 plus years. Do some planning. And um, it's, it's not a goal. It's just a new season. And there's so many things you need to be doing. And most of people that come in here, they're busier in retirement. They're like, I don't even know how I had time to work. Yeah. But then there's other people that just don't have really any drive or ambition. And I know there's that season, especially some of those those last year or two could be really draining and physically and mentally draining. And some people just need a, a big break. It's kind of like they need to uh, come out of a depression in a sense, and you need that time to recover. But, you know, you, you can't be there forever. You, you just can't lay around and do, do anything and do nothing. So... Yeah, get a plan in place. Uh, plan for your what you're going to do, but also you know meet with your advisor as well to make sure that your assets line up with your plans, mm-hmm. and and so they all line up together. Well, it's funny that you said that a lot of people that come into your office talk about not having any time. I mean, just just so busy in retirement, and that takes us to our next uh, way that people will end up ruining the retirement is they think that, hey, I'm done. Once I'm done with work, I'm not going to have any of that stress that comes along with it. I'm going to have so much more free time. But that's wrong because oftentimes you have a lot more challenges in retirement that you weren't anticipating. There are. And they're just different challenges than you're used to dealing with. There's challenges like, you know, it's it's easy for people when they're working to actually, you know, contribute to their investments. And and, and then when you retire, you're done. Now you just re, you have a bucket of money in a sense. And now you have to start drawing on those funds. That's stressful for a lot of people. Uh, so you deal with that stress. You deal with the stress with living with your your partner, your spouse, full time. I mean, you, yeah, it's great when you come home from work and you got weekends, but now you're both home full time. That's a stress that's real that a lot of our clients deal with. They're like, sometimes they're like, hey, why don't you just get out and go golf? Why don't you get out of here for a little bit? Because, you know, you're not used to being around each other all the time. You know, so actually relationship stress is is real there. Um, dealing with, with the stress of, you know, he wants to do this in retirement. She wants to do that. Remember, marriage is a give and take, and and it's not all about you. It's not all about them, but you want to be serving each other, of course, and you want to do both. It's not who wins. It's about, you know, let's let's work through this together and make sure that retirement is the dream for everybody, not just for one or the other. And then, you know, health issues. Obviously, the older we get, Unfortunately, that's just part of the game for 
majority of people, there's always going to be something that's going to happen, procedures that come and some health uh, concerns. So there's different stress than it was when you're younger and when you're working, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one other thing in retirement, obviously, income planning is a big part of this and, and trying to understand your expenses and, and trying to get all that worked out. And, and hopefully you have an advisor so you can have that planned out and, and understand exactly how much money you're going to need and what you can spend. But, you know, a lot of times people will just assume that, you know, your monthly spending habits in retirement are going to be very similar or you can at least easily determine what they're going to be by looking at your spending habits while you're working. Yeah, that, that's true. I think some people are unrealistic, and that's why we do spend a, t- a lot of time talking about expenses. You know, going, you know, some people say, oh, I only need $2,000 a month, or I'm like, that's just really low. I don't know how you get, I, I think we spend $2,000 a month in food for our household. And I know it's different when you have a couple, and some people don't eat out um, at all. They like to stay home. But realistically, we, we, we put down, I said, oh, if you told me your, your expenses are only four grand, I go, well, if you're netting this much right now and and in the household, I said that means you're saving, you know, three grand a month. <laughs> they go, well, no, we're not saving that much. Well, then your expenses must be higher than you think. And so there's a lot of people really don't sit down. They just in their mind think it's a, a certain number, but it's not. What we're finding is, yeah, granted, some expenses will go down. Um, you remember also your expense of contributing to your 401k. You're not going to be doing that anymore. So, uh, but, you know, maybe at work you're eating out and you're spending more time driving and more wear on the car and, you know, things like that. But there's new expenses, travel more, most likely golfing more, uh, just doing more hobbies, activities, being more involved, spending more time with the grandkids. And now all of a sudden you're, you're buying stuff more for them. But we usually like to look at the net, usually the net take home while working in your net in retirement. A lot of times it's going to be about the same. Um, now, granted, maybe you retire in a year or two years in retirement or five years of retirement, your house is paid off, which means your expenses will significantly drop. Uh, a lot of times that does happen. But reality is your net we're, we're finding is very similar in retirement as it, your net take home in, in, as work, uh, especially when it comes to traveling and people will just want to do some things they never had time for or or even just going south for the winter just going to arizona going to florida uh for a month or two just to break up that tough minnesota wisconsin winters yeah no question um well you talked about this a little bit earlier i want to get into it a little bit more the the idea of being active versus you know not being ambitious at all and not having many goals and stuff to work on and you know i think the fourth item on our list is People that are, you know, not active in retirement can really ruin your future. And if you don't treat it as, you know, another chapter in your life, where you might, you might be retired, you know, as long as your working career in some instances, you know. So talk to me more about why it's so important because I know you advocate your health and and your clients being healthy and focusing on that quite a bit as part of their retirement. So talk to me more about why it's so important to be active. Yeah, and everything, everything's, uh, you know, habitual, right? You know, they say you do something for 21 days in a row, you just created a new habit. But, you know, so being active is, is you know, habitual, but being lazy can be habitual. And, you know, I can go back in periods of my life where I, I felt like I got lazy and I laid around more, or I got involved, you know, in watching TV shows. I, I don't even know what TV shows are on these days because I don't have time for that. I don't get really involved with Netflix series. I don't get involved with TV series. In a sense, uh, I mean, I record some certain things that I'll watch when I have time late at night when I'm I'm home or when the kids are in bed. But you need to be constantly 
doing something and not getting that, it's easy to get in that depression in a sense where you're just laying around and, and not getting anything done because you, you want to be active. You want to live longer. And obviously it doesn't take long for you to, you know, they say the boop tube, right? You know, that was the old terminology that, you know, you get locked into the boop tube, the things that we tell our kids, Hey, shut the TV off, get outside yeah. and play. The same thing with, with you retirees. Uh, don't just uh, getting these habits of, of laziness, do something that's going to keep you active. Um, you want to keep your health good so you will live longer. And your spouses are relying on you to, to stay there too because, you know, social security, in a sense, you want to make sure that you have those that income for both of you in there because it's a lot of strain on the other one if you're not taking care of yourself and they're going to be, you know, by themselves. So just be active. I, I've had, I can think of a client here that he was coming into retirement and he had a hard factory job. I know it was working in, you know, 100, 100 plus degree temperatures in his factory. And he was just exhausted. And he took the early retirement. I said, what are you going to do? He goes, you know what? I don't really have any plans. I could lay in front of the TV all day long and be happy. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, for, like, he's actually doing fine. You know, sometimes you worry about the comments like that because it's like if you don't have dreams and goals, um, you don't want to be that statistic where you know, because you don't have anything to kind of look forward to, uh, life could be shortened, unfortunately, in those situations. But he's doing fine today. They're actually, you know, fairly active. Yeah, he doesn't, his, uh, fortunately, his spouse doesn't allow him to lay in front of the TV all the time. <laughs> but but most people are pretty active. They're actually yeah. golfing more. They're fishing more. They're just, they're running around. And, and uh, just keep those, those uh, activities in front of you and don't get caught in bad habits. The same thing we would get after our teenagers for uh, years ago. Yeah, absolutely. All right, one more I want to bring to everybody's attention to, to make sure they're not doing this and ruining their retirement. But it's a very common thing that uh, many pre-retirees and retirees do as they uh, as they get into that age, middle mid sixties. They still invest this a very similar way that they did decades ago, right? They don't they don't change their strategy very much. But why is it That's so true. important that you you need to change that and adjust your investments as you move forward in life? Yeah, it's good to talk a little bit about finances. Sometimes I feel like we're counselors here, but <laughs> that's that's a big part of what we do. But yeah, we see this all the time. Where you know, I ask, I said, "What is your comfort level for losses?" I said, "Well, if we you know come into a similar bear market like we did the real estate bubble, you know, I don't know if you remember how much you lost twelve years ago, but um, what is your comfort level for losses today?" You know, what I usually hear is zero or very very little. I don't want to lose anything. Uh, or you know, fifty thousand, hundred thousand at worst. But then when we actually um, take the time and we input their information into our software and we show you, show them exactly what they could lose if we have another two thousand seven to nine scenario again, that year and a half time frame, and it shows their losses being thirty percent, forty percent. You know, they're high, and it, it shocks them. Uh, but I said. You know, nothing changes if nothing changes. You know, what's you know definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, except expecting different results. Well, you have to actually make changes. You have to have change your portfolio, and re, you, you should. Yeah, you you young. If you're young, you look young, and um, you're, you're a kid at heart for a lot of these people. I said, but you have to invest truly where your age is at and where your situation is at in, in retirement, and you can't be taking on that much risk. So that's what our a lot of times as we're counseling people with, it's, it truly is, is showing, you know, if you already have enough money for a guaranteed retirement, why are you taking on all this extra risk that's really unnecessary because you can ruin it? 
you could ruin it the way you're doing things today. But you have enough to have a guaranteed retirement. Why don't you take some, like say, chips off the table in the sense, lower some risk, put some things in more guaranteed investments. So if, if we have another, you know, tech bubble, real estate bubble, coronavirus bubble, uh, you're going to be fine and your lifestyle won't change in retirement. Yeah, it's important. A lot of people have seen that over the course of 2020 and have learned that lesson maybe the hard way. So hopefully you're not going to make that mistake or any of these mistakes that we have on this list and end up ruining your retirement. It's not very uh, difficult to do. People do it all the time. That's why we want to make sure that you don't make these same mistakes. And, you know, lean on your financial professional, your advisor, uh, Mike Coyne, and hopefully it's, it's him. But if not, whoever it is, make sure you reach out to them and you talk about these things with them and have a plan for each of these things. But planning is so important. And you can always start your plan now if you haven't already. It's never too late. Uh, PrincipalPreservationServices.com. Mike and his team can help you out and, and start beginning that conversation with you and help you uh, avoid these mistakes and get into retirement the way yeah. you want to. And that's the key, too, is you, you have to find somebody in retirement actually in the planning business. So there's so many other things you have to, to, you know, to work around. And that's RMDs and distribution plans and Social Security and taxes. And so you, you don't want to just find somebody who's just going to sell you the, the next mutual fund just selling investments. You actually right. want to have find somebody who's actually planning for you and working with you and explaining and educating with you. And that, that's important. And unfortunately, it's about maybe one out of 10 advisors actually does that. Most people wow. think think their advisors are actually doing planning, but reality is they don't. Most people who come here says they asked my advisor about RMDs. He didn't really want to talk about that. I asked him about Social Security. He didn't understand the rules of Social Security. You need to have somebody who's actually involved with that, and that's why our niche is working with, you know, fifty-five to you know seventy-five year olds in a sense that come on as new clients because we're in that planning side of the business. Hmm. Interesting stuff. I never would have thought that so few uh, people would be, you know, looking at the comprehensive plan like you do, Mike. So that's important. Yeah, they just don't do it. You know, they're just selling investments. And, you know, yeah, investments are part of the plan, but you have to have the, you have to look at the big picture. And there's so many other things to look at than just the investments. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Let's turn it out to the mailbag and uh, get to a question before we wrap up today's episode of the Retirement Reality Podcast. We have a question from Trinity. She sent it in uh, via principalpreservationservices.com. Trinity asks, which of my accounts should I withdraw from first when I retire? My 401k, my Roth IRA, my brokerage account that mainly consists of mutual funds, or the extra cash that I have in the bank? Well, good question. But you know, with this information, obviously, I'm not one to just give it an answer you actually have to, we have to figure out what tax bracket you're at and income you're at and what you made for the year because it could be any one of those. And that's why it's important to work with somebody, you know, like myself or somebody that does planning is to figure out, you know, where you are tax-wise so far for the year because you don't want to make the mistake. Uh, You know, I, for example, I might've brought this up before. Ben was a client a few years ago, retired, and says, you know, I'm going to take, I think, forty to 50000 on my Roth. I don't want to pay taxes on this because I wanted to do a kitchen remodel. I said, you know, why would, you know, let's come in and we're going to talk about that. And we looked at tax situation. Well, she's been retired. She got a severance package from the previous year. Husband's on Social Security. Really very low income, but zero tax bracket federally. I said, well, you're not going to take your money from your, your Roth. We're going to take some of the money out of this non-qualified account, a little bit out of your IRAs. Um, to keep your taxes really low. There's no point of taking tax-free money when you're already at a, a zero tax bracket. 
And so the key is, Trinity, is finding out where you are at and which account is going to better serve you today because what I, I would give you an answer today in retirement is probably going to be a different answer. And that, it's important that you, I'm glad you have a lot of different accounts to pick and choose from, but you need to know which account is going to better serve you. And that's what the importance of working with somebody who understands you know, the tax brackets and rules. Yeah, which was a straightforward answer, Trinity, but it's, uh, it's going to vary it's from not. person to person. Yeah, That's right. So reach out, uh, principalpreservationservices.com. Mike and his team will help you uh, figure out that uh, that decision and that that answer for you, Trinity. And if you have any questions, please send them in through the website. Uh, you can do it there. Or you can call Mike's office at 855-987-8888. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. A new episode comes out every single week. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever it is, wherever you listen. Make sure you hit subscribe for us, and we'll be back again with another episode. So, Mike, thanks for the information. Hopefully, we can uh, help keep at least one person from ruining their retirement. I hope so. That's all it takes. Is if, if it makes a difference in one person's lives, it was worth it. Absolutely. We'll talk to you again on the next episode of the Retirement Reality Podcast. Take care. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.